I guess there you go. Uno. All right, are we in? We did it. Welcome, everybody, to the newest episode of (laughs) this One Piece podcast. (laughs) Fucking, yo, didn't you hear? We got a bunch of people from, like, Greece or something that like to listen to us. Shout out to the boys in Greece. We should Uh, probably do an actual Greek, like, shout out. Like, say something in Greek to them. (laughs) I should learn how to speak. uh, Like, pronouncing Euro correctly or whatever. What, arrow? Yeah, that. Well, what language you speak, I guess. Like, well, regardless. Anyway, we're getting off topic already. Uh, welcome back to the cast. Uh, we're on episodes 42, 43, 44, and 45. Uh, just uh, basically fights between Luffy and Arlong, uh, the falling action of the arc, and a little uh, tidbit into, like, the world building of the series. So we'll just get straight into it. Episode 42. Not a whole lot to talk about. Ain't gonna lie. Pretty much just the battle between Luffy and Arlong you know, doing their thing with some kind of choreography. And then you get a little opportunity to see Arlong doing his little fishman thing. You kind of get to see, like, how do fishmen, you know, like to fight and what is the biological advantages of being a fishman. And then we get into episode 43, and basically the battle spreads into the building uh, at Arlong Park between uh, Luffy and Arlong. And that's when Luffy and, and Arlong are facing each other, and they manage to find their way into Nami's room, where she's forced to do all of her charts and map making. And Arlong goes on this giant tangent where she belongs to him. And then Luffy comes up with the brilliant idea, you know what? This is it. This is what I need to do. And he fucking starts destroying everything. Uh, And with one big massive finishing blow while Arlong is like pissed off, uh, he does a big axe kick, destroys the whole building, beats the shit out of Arlong in all one fell swoop. Uh, So episode 44, everyone's happy. The the battle's over. Everyone's doing absolutely nothing but partying for the better part of three days. And while everyone's celebrating, we get, you know, just see scenes of Nami just kind of reflecting on what happened to her over the course of the last eight years. And she decides that this is it. She's going to officially become the navigator of the Straw Hat Pirates. And uh, she leaves behind all of her money so the village can rebuild all hundred million that she's saved up over the years or like 93, whatever it was when she was uh, in that other <laughs> whatever, 98. And then episode 45, as a result of defeating Arlong, Don Krieg and Buggy, the Navy has decided that Straw Hat Luffy is going to have a new bounty of 30 million berries, the highest that we know of in the East Blue. News is quickly spreading all around the world, including to your homeboy Red-Haired Shanks, who decides that we're all going to have a big fat party to celebrate. Uh, And that's pretty much all that happened in episode 42, 43, 44, and 45. I guess I'll just go ahead and lead us in. One of the first major talking points, I'll be honest, as much as I like the Nami arc, I feel like the fight is a little underwhelming between Luffy and Arlong, except for the final hit. The it final hit's great. I agree. The, the fight between them is kind of meh. I will say, to, to tie into that point, let's take, let's take a step back. There's a, a, a nice little dialogue between Arlong and Luffy that they're having, where Arlong is saying, what a fucking shitty-ass pirate to have you as a captain or whatever. And he's like, yeah, you know what? Fine. There's, there's shit I can't do. I'm okay with it. He doesn't know how to sail. He doesn't know how to use swords. He can't cook. He, does, he can't even lie. Ha ha ha, up. But you know what he can do? is he can kick ass. So let's take a step back and see that from a different perspective. Now you got Nami. Nami can sail, and she can be cunning, and she can steal, but she can't solve her problems with anything she's good at, and she's not very good at fighting. She recognizes that. That's why she hasn't taken him on head-on all, all this time. But, you know, your boy Luffy can't, and it's okay to let your boy do that once in a while. 
That's kind of like what this whole thing is, this you're, dynamic you're, is supposed to getting, like drive home is that not all of the individuals of the Straw Hats can do certain things. And it's okay to let the others have their time to shine, let the others do what they can do so that they can help each other out, man. This arc is supposed to be about Nami. I get that. And I love that. And I love the fact that, you know, like the backstory is that in depth. But the thing is that she doesn't physically do anything besides stab her. She does more damage to herself mentally and physically than she does to anybody. I guess the whole point, which I guess depending on how you want to or how you choose to acknowledge the form of storytelling, is that that's kind of the theme. She, at this point, her whole arc was supposed to depict that she's been a slave. She is powerless. She has no idea what to do. She can't do it herself. And you know what? These goons walk in and they can. And it's okay to let other people like help you out with your problems once in a while. That's kind of the point. Obviously, if you choose to interpret it, it could be very much white knighting. And in a lot of ways, it is. Taking your female, you know, one of your female leads and basically making her useless and having all the fucking dudes, you know, save her from her troubles or whatever. But I mean, the whole point is that's supposed to like, I think it all makes sense. I, I guess I'm biased, but the whole, I don't know. I, it it's also, just a trope that it annoys me. Is like, I, she, they definitely make her out to be like useless just for these episodes. But there's there's the part where she spent eight years like trying to kill him on her own. It, I don't know. It feels like it's getting glossed over here in this conversation. It's not like she was she was useless and thought this way I, for eight years. I would have it's been happy. These episodes. All right, so we got our Devin rant. We are not a fan of the Nami. Sitting on the side. It's only half my rant, but go on. Go on. All, right, all right, well, I'm sure we'll get to the rest of it. Anyone else have anything to say on the topic? Do we want to talk about the, the Arlong fight? I feel like that's going to that's gonna be that's, a That's the other half. <laughs> I mean, we already lost. <laughs> We're already here. We're already here. We're here. We're here. All right, so let's, let's talk about the Arlong fight. So who <laughs> thinks that it's the best fight we've seen so far? <laughs> Kill me. Kill yourselves. I, I, I saw it more of a meme than a fight. It definitely felt I, like more of a meme. Th- this fight really suffers from, like, again, like they said, like the, the anime trope of, like, one one person gets one hit in, everyone stares for five minutes, and then another one gets another one hit in, and everyone stares for another five minutes. And so, like, it loses its impact after the third time, so to the point where when Arlong gets defeated, I thought he was going to get back up. <laughs> I didn't yeah. think he was going to be finished by the axe hand. I thought he was going to get bazooka or something. No. no, axe hammer down, oh, and all of a sudden oh, I was God. like, "That's it." No, I a hundred percent agree, and that is unfortunately, especially in the East Blue arc, one of the major sufferings of the One Piece fighting. The choreography gets better. I mean, I I know the one moment that really stuck out to me is just like super fucking what the hell was when <laughs> after Arlog took his teeth out and he's like, ah, I'm gonna fucking He literally becomes him. a salsa dancer. Well, not just that, but then, <laughs> then he starts attacking Luffy and they're all like, oh god, he's gonna die now! And then like, the camera like it does like this like 30 second sequence and then the camera like gasping of watching him bite someone but it ends up being his gun that was the shit that hurt me the most it doesn't make any sense (laughs) you don't know you're fucking eating your own goon right now my god his eyes like he fucking closed his eyes and went like a like like two 10 year olds slapping each other slap fighting each other Except that would have been more Arlong. entertaining than this. Fight. I I agree wholeheartedly <sighs> that the whole thing and Ar- Arlong using his own teeth as a weapon, stupid. I hated it. It doesn't make <laughs> any sense. How does he operate them? How does he? Why are they connected? I actually Why are they connected like that? 
He took, they... must have taken out his whole jaw to keep him connected like that. Yeah. Like, I get the whole like regrowing your shark teeth thing. Yeah. But he like they're like literally connected yeah. to the point where Luffy could put him in like the fucking sense. vampire, those vampire fucking yeah. you know things on Halloween. That's exactly and what he, it reminded me of. Like that's literally <laughs> all I could think of was like, oh god, Luffy's a vampire now. <laughs> yeah, and then Luffy sticking the teeth in his own mouth and biting it. That part was funny. Also, yeah. gross. also gross. Terribly gross. I, that's like the first time. There's, kiss, there's, a really good, there's a really dumb fucking throwaway line from uh from Yosaku when that happened. He was like, "That can't be sanitary." The only redeeming thing from these this entire fight that I can see is literally the fact that Arlong turns into a jet and all <laughs> he does is fly around. <laughs> Torpedo man. To the point where, like, in my brain, all I could think of. Have you guys ever seen the A10 Warthog meme? Nope. So the, uh, nope. the meme format goes like one person is complaining about like actual strategy in a game, and then one guy goes, "Ha ha, tank go burr." So like that's all it is. So that's all I could think of was like, "Ha ha, nose go burr." <laughs> nose go burr. <laughs> God damn it! And no, I besides actually, besides that, the nose break that was it. Like the seeing the nose break made me whinge in real life, back. hearing that crack. But other than that, the rest of the fight was just really, it, it was very underwhelming to the point where, like, again, I was watching the scene, and when I saw him get kicked in the head, I was like, okay, he's going to get back up, and they're going to fight again, and then they're going to have the actual final fight. Oh, wait, that's it? <laughs> I mean, you say that's it. I'm going to say this. No, nah, I'm not defending I... it in any way. Uh-huh. Well, oh, yeah, yeah, me, exactly. I'm going to say this. While I think the actual fight is kind of garbo, I still, to this day, get feelsy and hypey as soon as they have their little fucking monologues between each other in Nami's room. I love that fucking scene. I will die on that hill if I have to. The fucking axe kick when he destroys the whole fucking place and beats the shit out of Arlong. Is it a one-shot in anime logic that kind of bothers you? Yeah, but this is One Piece and I'm willing to move past it. Because you know what? It still gets my spine tingling when I you hear Luffy going. You have like, another 500 episodes to go <laughs> <laughs> I don't even care. The only thing I can say about the Olong uh, was that it's full of memorable quotes, and that's it. It was a battle of uh, of, of emotion, not so much of fisticuffs. I won't deny the fact that the dialogue wasn't good. Like, the dialogue was great in that scene. It's just that because of the previous, like, oh my god, he got him good punches and hits and whatever, it, like, that part, it just ruined it. Like, it ruined yeah, the that... impact of it really dehypes you with those moments doesn't it it really does it's right. just like oh boy he's gonna get up out of the rubble and they're gonna have to fight and it's gonna be really close and then luffy's gonna get his bananas hit or god knows what and then the uh, other thing that also bugged me not that we need a, a long list of these things the number of times that they referenced you know as soon as luffy's gonna get bit by those jaws he's gonna lose a limb well it happened like two or three times once on his arm didn't lose it once on his neck didn't lose didn't yeah. like it his head literally snapped off you know we literally watched this man chomp a column to pieces and this dude gets his mouth on luffy for a good like 10 20 seconds each time and doesn't just bite through him like when he bites him in the first place isn't the first instinct to bite down as hard as you can the moment you grabbed onto them like isn't that you know like normally how that works? the whole point of those threats before or, or yeah or tear like he also points out sharks do are, are they bite and then they rip and tear immediately except yeah. he doesn't do that i'll give the one where luffy bites back a bit like i think on the side or something like when his teeth he bites him his... also on the gales 
Yeah. Well, that's when he has yeah. his teeth, right? He bites yeah. it back. Yeah. When kills. he becomes Dracula, Count Dracula. <laughs> yeah. I'll give him that one only because, like, I don't know, maybe, like, the anime just made that scene take too long and it would could have happened, like, in an instant, so it stopped him from biting down. But when his arm was in that mouth and when his fucking, when his fucking neck was in him before he axe kicked this man, nah, nah, get the fuck out of here. You're dead. You're dead, kid. Yeah. Especially you, rubber boy. You can't fucking stop that. You're literally that is your one weakness is piercing and slashing damage. Get the fuck out of here. Arlen has a lot of chances to just annihilate this man, just kill him really outright, do. and he does not. And his fucking sword barely hit made any difference. <laughs> the sword does nothing. Literally, the sword was only there to make. What was the point of the sword? What was the point? Man, the Kiribachi. That's a sweet fucking sword, isn't it? Yeah, dude. <laughs> it seems horribly impractical, to be honest with you. It really, I mean, practically, no, but at the same time, yes. The if size you, of it is what's yeah, impractical. The, the, the gap oh, yeah. oh, he's the huge himself, to be fair. <laughs> All right. All right. I, I think we've torn apart the fight between Luffy and Arlong. In conclusion, the last hit is still some of my favorite shit. Gets me hyped every time. The actual fight itself, Lil' Man. I mean, if the last hit was the last, like, cut like pause thing and like it was the only pause thing like i would have been like loving it but because they did so many yeah since they did this since they did literally a full episode of just a gag reel between the two of them exactly (laughs) yeah pretty much it was it was the like the entirety of episode 42 you're like oh shit they're gonna duke it out and then like that was what you got out of it because let's let's unpackage 44th dude they partied for your pirate dude I'm I'm super about it. These like episodes where, especially after they like win a big fight, and they're, they're, everyone's just like really happy, and you're and you get like all of these like little things that are happening around the town. You know, you got Zoro who finally went to a doctor to like sew himself up. You got uh, Sanji who's making food for all the people because he just wants to flex a little bit. You got Usopp who's literally the time of the town. He's like telling everybody, "Let's make a song about me because I'm so fucking great." You got Nami who's you know doing her own thing on the side, just kind of realizing that you know what we did it. We don't ha- I don't have to live like this anymore. I'm actually gonna go with these guys i just want to you know decompress do my own thing for a little bit i don't know i I love these kinds of episodes all you get get a chance to see all the people they actually feel like people also living a these these intermission points do serve as a giant exposition point where they they usually dump a lot of information after these points for example they introduced the the transponder snails Yes, you they mean did. snail chat? That's actually one of my points. <laughs> yeah, it's snail chat. It's Snapchat, but snails. But yeah, those I, are. I, I, honestly, the, just seeing like like the whole like how they distribute like information throughout the universe. Like, I was like, oh boy, we're getting into actual explanations of how people know anything here. <laughs> the the fact that they were able. I, I just like the idea that every single fucking marine has a camera on them. So that they can yeah, get that's pictures. What, that's what I was like. I was like, where do they get pictures? No, that's actually going to be a really stupid fucking bit in a bit. Uh, well, not not in a bit. We won't see it again. But okay, so like secretly, the Navy has like one camera guy that takes everybody's pictures. Wait, do they also have like the birds? Are, are the birds not real in their universe? Yeah, the too, birds or clearly the aren't real. <laughs> well, no, the birds are real. But I mean, like, I don't know, man. That bird, like the news coos we see, like he's just he's just flying, chilling, and he. We also don't see him store more than one paper. Also, mind you. Yeah, no, yeah, he had a bag. bag I just saw the one. Bur- I just saw like a small little bag where he kept the money, and I saw like a no, fucking no, newspaper a- in his wing or something. <laughs> no, he had a he had like a, a, no, a, yeah. a, a decent amount, a decent size. Yeah, yeah, satchel full of papers. 
So the transponder snails can be worked as a telephone, a fax machine, and a camera. Yeah. <laughs> These things are the most chat. versatile things in the world, dude. Two transponder snails are so sick. The uh, walkie-talkies, too. When I, when I saw them at first, I was like, is that fucking Gary from Spongebob? <laughs> that was my <laughs> first thought. I thought of it, too. I was like, Gary! No, <laughs> Gary. No, believe me, they, in your pocket. they will SpongeBob be back. in this universe. I need. They to will know. definitely be back. Would SpongeBob uh, be in this universe? If he uh, is, he wouldn't be here yet. <laughs> he's under. He's he's below the surface, man. Is he in the? Is he in the grand line? He might be. He's just someone, might be. someone tweet the the writer is SpongeBob nah, in nah. the grand line. You don't understand. SpongeBob is, is, is underneath the reverse mountain, my guy. <laughs> we're about to be right there yeah i don't know what the reverse mountain is uh, we, well, we got we caught a glimpse they, of it they, i mean like i saw the map and they were like it yeah. showed like like i took a screenshot of it because i was like the fuck is this a map oh my god we have those yes yes, yes we, we had a whole room full of them we had a, we had a whole uh like two episodes they don't, ex- they don't exist anymore but there was a whole room full of them <laughs> they looked destroyed, but the they were there. Why, the whole reason why Nami was was even bothering with Buggy in the first place was because of maps. Yeah, that's the whole reason why Nami was there in the first place. She wanted the uh, no, 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 no. When she was no, no, no. dicking with a uh, Buggy when they first met. Oh, she was, oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, Buggy had a map of the Grand Line or whatever. That was yeah, the map yeah, yeah. that brought them all together. So I do have another question, which was kind of referenced in like the fight scene between Arlong and him was uh when Arlong gets his like like does the eye change? I forgot to mention this. So like oh, my eyes change. So they made a reference, like to something like, "Oh my god, we've seen this before." Like when the Sea King or something, like like yes. with the Sea King, and I'm like, "Who the fuck is the Sea King?" Oh, so if you remember correctly, the Sea King is that um Sea King is a general term, but he's it was a giant were... snake, right? That is a Sea King. Yeah, a they're, Sea they're King. Yes, the Sea Kings are just the dangerous fish. Momu is actually a Sea King. But there's a whole lot of different kinds of sea kings. For example, um, you know that thing that ate Shanks' arm? That's considered a sea king. Yeah, that's the one that they referenced in the episode. Yeah, so, see, when one. I saw it, see, when I saw it, though, I was like, "Do we miss a filler episode or something like that yeah. that became canon all of a sudden?" Because like that, that exact sea king, I was like, "I have no idea who this man." Is. Yeah, dude, they're they're the krakens of the One Piece world, basically, mm-hmm. and there's a there's a slew of them. So you don't fuck with sea kings unless you know you feel like you can take them or you're about to die. So, follow question: Will sure. we ever see Momu ever again? Yeah, I don't know if I, I can answer that question. Doubt it. I don't recall. But I doubt it. He was the goodest boy, though. He was he such was a good boy. Kings? He was such he was a the good goodest good, boy. We've seen a few goodest boys at this point. Choo Choo was a goodest boy. Choo Choo. So uh, I like the fact how they actually finally explain what the pinwheel was all about. Yeah, yeah. I was like, pinwheel, <laughs> pinwheel go whoosh. Then we'll go whoosh and now me no longer like, sad. You know what I do like though? They, they revealed the, the Marine uh, HQ. Yeah, they did. did. Yeah, we did got we, a chance we, to see Navy we, HQ. We saw, sag. We saw how the, the, the Marine HQ literally looks like a Yakuza meetup. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, a little bit, yeah. And we saw our first giant in the series. Shit, did we? Fuck. Yeah, there was a giant that, there? That general in front of all those uh, Marines during the, the, that giant uh, speech was a giant. I, I'm curious. Do do we? I have two questions. Do we feel like you know after that scene that there might actually be some Marines that are competent out there? And number two, do we feel like the Marines are you know out of line? Are they overstepping their form of justice? They almost seem like they're you know 
being the sort of individuals that want to restrict power or something in the world. What what's our opinions? Do we have I, a big so opinion? The, too the, too the small. The to thing see? I the thing I kind of took away from that was I uh, why are why are they taking action now? Like the only reason that they could have left Arlong there is because he provided them money. But there's no point otherwise for them to go after Luffy now, who is clearly stronger than Arlong, but just leaving Arlong there for, for eight years. So Nizumi, the, the, that, 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 that rat guy, right? He's literally, he's literally kept quiet about the whole, you know, under the tables deal with the, with Arlong the entire time. But well, they've known that he's been they there. They know Arlong's there. Well, yeah, no, but- right, but he could have been uh, relaying bad information, like um, we're at a stalemate. You don't need to send more men because they'd only be in the way or something stupid yeah. like that. That's how they. That's how they've literally been there for the entire time. That's yeah, one bad cop the entire time giving false information. Now he has his ass whooped. Now he's like, oh yeah, now I want, I want revenge. So well, who like, sent? Who sent? Uh, who sent pudding? Pudding out then. He yeah, yeah he went there by himself. He just happened to be there. <laughs> oh, I'm. I don't remember that part. Then I guess he he was like, "Oh yeah, I was. I, there's a bounty. I'm gonna take this bounty and be like, yeah, I'm gonna show my, I'm gonna prove my worth. Yeah, right. <laughs> We're gonna show them justice, my guy. I feel like I interpreted I <laughs> that whole sequence less like they're now hunting Luffy and more like because this is what a bounty means in their universe. It just means that. Now you are considered a full-on criminal. This is your value against the government. This is how much we deem you as a threat. And now it might not be that they're going to hunt him any more than they used to. But like Zoro said, it now means that if people do see us or they do recognize us, we're going to be facing a lot more fights. For, for honesty, though, like when I saw that scene, I was like, I really didn't care. Like because of every single Marine that we've seen then henceforth. Like I already knew Marines sucked ass. Like they're all assholes. So, like, to me, seeing, like, the whole Yakuza scene, I was like, okay, cool. Like, they're showing them. Oh, speaking of, you know, goons that, you know, get fleshed out, how about your boy Kobe? Fuck him. Do it at a Grossberg. Yeah, he got a couple inches bigger. You see Mepo in the background, too, being a grunt. That's another thing that I really liked about uh, 45 is it gets you an opportunity to see all the characters kind of get their you know, quick three seconds of fame back into the story again. What's Makino, Best Bay, doing in town with the rest of the goons after they see Luffy's <laughs> bounty? What's, uh, we didn't get a, a chance to see Zoro's uh, teacher. Yeah, what's Jake's doing? Yeah, Jake's <laughs> what's Mihawk doing after vanishing out of thin air? <laughs> yeah, just chumming it up. So, fun fact, um, inside the, inside Full Body's fucked up ship now, there's a whole bunch of one-up posters. There, there's characters from, um, Oda's one shot. All the characters in that, oh, although except for one, I one one confused me. One of them kind of looked like the Native American from the movie we watched. It is. It is. I, I do want to point out something about his ship, though. So when they get their ass kicked in the final episode, why would they jump in the water? <laughs> because they're just, like just comedy. I don't know, dude. Because gags. All right. Luffy's boat and you jump in the water. <laughs> they're like, you kicked, they're gonna be you fine. into your own boat and then <laughs> jumped off your own. <laughs> all right, so let's pretend for a minute that pirates are how we understand them in our society. What's gonna happen after a pirate gets done literally destroying your whole fucking career? Do you think they're gonna stop there? They were just running for their lives. Now we know better because it's One Piece. It's oh also a God. piece of shit boat, and the <laughs> cannon just blew up on it. So yeah, who knows uh, when it'll fall apart? Like these goons, these goons aren't exactly like the toppest tier of fucking, you know, 
men in the military. I, I also either. like the idea of like how like sailboats are essentially like speedboats because like you see them pass and like all of a sudden they zoom really quickly. That's right back to it. It's like going on fucking Lake Michigan and it's like, hey, you. Like, what the fuck is this? Like Luffy's boat wasn't even moving. The exactly. Mary wasn't even moving. And the sails were like, all did a quick up. 180. They just they just turned around and they were just like, wait a minute, catch that man. That's exactly who I want. Yeah, they hopped in the taxi boat and went, follow that man. Exactly. That was some follow weird shit. Boat. I just wanted to go back to when everybody's partying to some more lighthearted shit. Um, it, was, it was fun watching everybody basically do what they would they would love to do luffy's sitting there stuffing his face with food sanji's getting the, the chicks dude Usopp's spinning tales of his greatest adventures and zoro's chilling big <laughs> chilling big chilling dude and then Nami, nami's off doing her thing but then you get you get this weird bit with nojiko and the small kid <laughs> whose dad died I don't understand what the point of it was, but suddenly this kid turned into fucking Confucius. <laughs> was spitting the most philosophical. The future is what we need to focus on now. I'm not worried about avenging my father any longer. We have to fend for ourselves. And Nojiko's in here like, who? <laughs> Your dad's dead. When did, when did I ask, though? <laughs> No, I mean, he called her a skank. <laughs> yeah, she, well, yeah, he called her a skank, and she was like, you know what? I'll take that. I'm a skank now. Like, what, is, what is this? It was hilarious. But like, I just what? love the part where she's like, oh, you're not going to cry about your dead dad anymore. I'm like, yeah, that was some hardcore on. shit. It was a fucking burn and a half. <laughs> and he, didn't, he took it like a champ, too. I mean, to be fair, he'd be like, what about your parents? And she'd be like, damn, same. <laughs> I mean, I guess, like, maybe that's, like, the takeaway, is that, like, she, maybe, in, like, some weird way, that scene was supposed to make you feel like, you know, they can vibe together because they both lost a parent, but I just thought it was fucking, she's trying to roast the kid, and then the kid, like, suddenly, like you said, becomes Confucius, and I'm like, this is really jarring, but I'm about it, I guess. Also, back on the point of the pinwheel, I think this affirms that the pinwheel has got to be the one piece, right? Like, yeah. Oh my god, we I was starting to, I was starting I was starting to think that maybe the bloody pen from her cartography room might have been the one piece since it unlocked Luffy, but the pinwheels <laughs> made its own argument again with the with the end of 44. Uh Nami's departure was uh, uh my favorite because it wasn't uh I, I'm I'm a, you know, I'm all for sappy everybody's sad to see you go, but you know, Nami's, it was a Nami's, nice change of pace. Nami's was a nice refresher from what literally everybody else was. <laughs> Fucking stealing everyone's wallet. Yeah. I, I also <laughs> just really liked how at that moment, it's like she had already decided that like all the money she had made up to this point belongs to the town. And like, all right, well, I'm going to join these assholes. So from here on out, I start fresh. She literally starts fresh by stealing all the money in her hometown. So, so no, for me, the, the weirdest part about that scene, though, is like as soon as she gets on the ship, she starts lifting her shirt. And I was like, is my boy Sanji just about to get flashed right now? Like, is this girl's gone wild? And then all the wallets drop. And I was like, oh, never mind. <laughs> I was like so confused why she's lifting her shirt up and I'm like what? But that new tattoo though. That new tattoo. But we didn't even get though. to see the tattoo. No, we, we saw the drawing. It. We saw the drawing. We saw the drawing of it. We didn't see the tattoo though. Uh do we have any other fruit for thoughts or uh, major discussion points? 
Um, just, just as a as a dumb side note, speaking of fruit, she's got a whole fucking tangerine grove on the goddamn boat yeah, now. What the fuck is that? <laughs> yeah, and then Sanji the overly simping company. already yeah. out here. This is our first big like simp moment. Sanji, Sanji's really going in on this. He even <laughs> gives us the exact percentage. Nami's no, 98.72% of the reason that he's there. 8.72%. I have a numerical value now. I think that, that about um, takes us to the end here. Time for some uh, some golden ham. Uh, are we, we going to do some quotes first? We go straight to the ham. I, I ain't got yeah. any quotes. Uh, I've got one quote, and it's more of like a meme one. It's from the 40... From like... When they first start fighting Arlong and Luffy, I, they're going on about how they're fighting and people are going to get killed or Arlong's going to get killed, whatever. But Zoro goes, If he dies, I'm going to kill him. And I'm like, Zoro, please. It's not how <laughs> I feel like I that's just an anime thing in general. Oh, they always say no, that. It it's like, it if is. you die, I'm going to fucking kill you. And it's always like it's girls or whatever not saying time, that to though. the MC. It's funny to be every time, though. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> to think that they like that they'll seek out necromancy to bring them back and then kill them again. I don't re- I don't recall what he fully said, but it was Usopp after he won the the Usopp no, 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 uh Luffy won the the Arlong fight. Usopp was like, Oh yeah, Luffy, you're getting artist's attention. How about some for me, my guy? <laughs> <laughs> so I have that quote down here too, but mine was more I have it written. He was like, Let's be honest, I'm the star, but I'm super modest and I don't want to steal your thunder, big guy. You have this. That's what he said for me. Oh my I god. Like, I was like, God damn it, my boy. And he doubles down later at the party with the yeah. seven like the three hundred and sixty ballads of Usopp the Great or whatever. Yeah, 268 ballads. Moving on. Well, <laughs> I'm, sad to see, I'm sad to hear that we don't have a lot of quotes out here because I, I wrote down uh, a bit of a few. There were a lot of good, they were all Mimi quotes. Other than like the Luffy and Arlong, you know, you know, debacle upstairs, which I mean, that whole thing is just like a good, you know, segue into like the theme of the arc. But I mean, we all know it was coming. It's not like decent one-liners, but I got a I got a whole slew of quotes in here that was just nothing but fucking gags. I got I mean, the 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 Bellamer one was pretty funny with Nami with Gen- and Genzo. A pirate? What do you think? Of course she'd never let her precious daughter go out to sea with a bunch of treacherous pirates. Yeah, she'd let no, me. But if she had said no, that wouldn't stop you, would it? Hmm. That's right. Nope. That was pretty good. I think the the only uh the only maybe serious one that I got out of here is uh the one where Usopp was telling Nami after she's like bitching about how expensive the the newspaper was like the price went up again and then Usopp's like yo you don't have to like stress over money anymore like you're not you don't have to buy your town and then and then Nami retorts back with like so stupid now that all that stuff's over I'm saving money for me now cheese. I'm not going to be one of those poor pirates who can't even afford to dress up. <laughs> Bitches got to eat, okay? <laughs> Why do you think I stole goddamn wallets? Oh, there was a really fucking dumbass one-liner. I, mean, I don't know if this was... This This feels like one of the things they would have just put in the dub just to be a fucking... Just to be funny. So I, t- tell me if this is how this conversation went. Uh, when the mouse guy is yelling through his transponder snail about he wants to have a bounty on Luffy's head, the guy who's on the other line who's, like, listening to him is like... I have a request! There really is no reason to shout. I can hear you. Listen! There's a pirate who wears a straw hat! He's named Luffy! <laughs> I was just like... This man's oh. out 
you're like, I really don't have time for your shit. All right, you want to make a bounty? We got it. Fucking chill the fuck out out there, kid. I don't think they said like that, but his tone of voice made it sound like that. <laughs> yeah, no, they didn't. They didn't. I don't think they explicitly said it, but yeah, the inflection of the other dude in the headquarters voice just like bored out of his mind secretary style like i i listen to this type of thing 50 times a day you're not special (laughs) it was such a low-key bird he's like sir there's no reason to shout i can hear you just fine (laughs) so uh pour one out for bellamir my guy pour one out for bellamir he did genzo does it (laughs) pours a big one out too whole whole bottle but i'm ready for him who are we giving the hand to definitely not arlong Arlong had a chance in previous eps when he was still like a threatening character, but his fight with Luffy just kind of teetered him off, and he was overshadowed by better characters like uh, Hachi. Hachi. The safe answer would be Genzo. I'd give it to Nami before uh, for any of the fucking people, only because if we give it to any of the people, well, then I mean like I gotta give it to the mouse guy, you know, for starting up the bounty. Stop it. Shut up. (laughs) I don't know, man. This might be like this might be like the hard uh, hardest set of episodes to give. I'd one. probably give it to Luffy. I uh, for yeah. simply for the fact of recognizing his lack of um, ah, ability man. to do everything himself. He yeah, understands. Right. He, he, yeah, he understands. He's not overpowered. Facts. I I can respect that. Honestly, yeah, he, it would probably even be my real quote if I had to pick it. If we're gonna pick a serious one, I vibe with when the. Protag actually recognizes that he doesn't have all the answers. He can't literally do everything. That it's okay to need other people to do shit for you once in a while. Yeah, I can, I can do. Yeah, I yeah. That was going to be my proposition. Was really just giving it to Luffy for the fight, the themes, the progression of the you know I'll the give ideal. It, I'll give it to him for everything but the fight. I would want to give the, the golden hand to Nami only the fact that he stole all that fucking wallet and that she did a pop shot of a person off the off the water. That yeah. Fall. I, despite it being Nami's arc, I don't. I don't know that she necessarily deserves the ham for this this set of episodes. Anyway, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah, I could agree. I, I'm pretty. I guess I'm pretty solidly in Luffy camp here. My vote goes to the pinwheel. Luffy, it uh, is. Luffy, it is. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, we should just have fucking two categories: something that's the One Piece, and something that's the gold, and someone I'm who's the golden ham. At this damn. point, going forward, I'm looking every set of episodes for the new One Piece. Me too. <laughs> damn it! I hate all. I hate both of you. Can we, I don't. This is like the one no, thing I didn't want this to become. No, I don't want this to great. be a recurring bit. I love this. It's it's an amazing bit. By the end, you just have to. By the time we get to the end of this, we're gonna have a master list of all of the One Pieces. You, you, we should you write this have, down. You will have created the One Piece of just a bunch of fucking garbage throughout the series. <laughs> just a bunch of random shit. <laughs> you will literally made treasure trove of just garbage. Yup. What do we have so far? We we've got the pinwheel. What was the other dumb thing you mentioned a couple episodes ago, uh, Devin? Shit. There was. I'm pretty sure the movie was Something the Odin. This pinwheel, I can't remember. Oh well, the Odin was one was part. Yeah, I think that was it. Wasn't I feel it? like we got yeah. Odin, we got Buggy's nose, pinwheel. What else we got? Yeah. Was that it? We got those three so far. Those are our three one pieces. Those are our three one pieces. We <laughs> yeah. did it. There can only be one yeah. one pieces within three miles of each other. I'm yeah. pretty sure that's a fact too. <laughs> that's, so written the, that's written in the scriptures too. Look so it up. It's real. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was uh, that was Mark that said that. All right, so villain <laughs> rankings. Moving on. <laughs> Our Arlong's at the top. I don't know. Yeah. I don't. 
I don't know that there's much competition. I don't want him to be at the top, but yeah. He actually killed a person. It's fine. Oh, I I feel like the only the only thing that sucked about his arc as a villain was the choreography between him and Luffy. That is the only thing I didn't like about it. Everything else was like everything setting up to it was it it set up to such great expectations to then just be such a letdown. It puts a bad, you know, taste in my mouth. Well, I wouldn't say it was a letdown. It I mean, was a letdown. The fight is a letdown, but, I mean... The the, the best thing he got out of this the entire thing was background. Also, just, like, as a thing that I noticed, when they do... When, when Luffy pops out of the rubble, and they have all of the straw hats be put fully colored in, but everyone else is white balanced out, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. where they have that little that little thing, I thought it was, it was a nice little touch there. It was, it was cool. They do a lot of nice little stylistic things in these couple episodes that are pretty mint. Uh, uh, speaking of chef kisses, that chef kiss on the dollar bill, 360. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> on the okay, dollar bill? Yeah, what? Oh, you mean... Anyway, we're done. Yeah, we're done. This is over. We're, Nami's arc's done. We're moving on. <laughs> anyway, we're gone. We're le- we left already. We Goodbye. We're done. Go home. <laughs> Go home. Why are you still here? Stop listening. Yeah, stop listening to us. Move on to the next podcast. Actually, don't, don't, don't. Don't, don't. Like, move to the next one of ours. But if you could, like, recommend us to a friend, it'd be cool. <laughs> <laughs>